All right, we are go. Happy Friday today, but whenever this comes out, it'll be that day, but today it's Friday, so. It often comes out on the next Friday. It right, to be so like happy Friday. Yeah. Ooh, that is strong. Ooh, is, this is this is the strongest strong coffee yeah, ever. So we classic coffee tonic, mm -hmm. uh, but I really call it coffee tonic scramph or something. It's fucking strong. So yeah, it's um, old man strength and west side barbell blend with a cinnamon stick. 24 hour cold brew. So yes, we will drink lightning and crap thunder. Yeah. Mickey will be proud of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some Stroop waffles. Burgess too. Meredith. Anyone yeah. getting that? Yeah. He was in a lot of other movies too. But yeah, but yeah. damn. Yeah. But, Mick, but was Mick was the best, yeah. And, and Rocky is our favorite documentary series, so, right. by the way. So. Right. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we have some Stroop waffle. Mm -hmm. Whatever the fuck that is, but it looks good, smells good. They're better with hot coffee because they get a little warm, mm -hmm. but take a bite and take a sip of coffee and it'll blow your freaking mind. Mm. Mm. Worked pretty well. The texture is really nice. Wasn't it cool? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Honestly, I'll target right now, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Car photo, like a little caramel filling. Mm-hmm. Um, Super good snack. Yeah, I was reading about these because my cousins just went to Amsterdam and had a bunch of these and shit, I think. So, mm -hmm. ironic that they're in my mouth right now. Hey, timing. Mm -hmm. I picked up on it. <laughs> so, I'm getting into Lost Connections. Mm -hmm. Our first copy regular book. Mm. We both now have finished it. So, yep. we have finished it. Mm -hmm. Okay, you quoted like near the end, so mm -hmm. yep. I was thinking you were done. I finished it, yes. <laughs> and I just, I just opened it up and I was like, yeah, that sounds good, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, phenomenal book. Mm. Literally to kind of change the scape of how you think about stuff, well, depression more so. Mm. It does a lot. I, like. I like that it added the social element to it without being demeaning at all. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it also kind of demystified the whole broken brain thing yes. in a way that's not going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. That it's actually much more empowering, like, well, shit, this is fixable. Right, right. Yeah, uh, rather than, it's not, you know, it's. I think it's. Rather than yelling at someone, like, it's your fault, motherfucker. It's exactly. not your brain. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think that broken brain. Uh, kind of theory just enforces reinforces like negative self talk. It's like oh, oh you're yeah. versing yourself every single day. Like, mm -hmm. and I can talk to that because that's how I thought for a long time. Like, I have nothing I can fucking myself. do about this. I gotta overpower it. Yeah, <clears throat> right. So, mm. um, yeah, just kind of taking that that stigma away from it too is I think is I incredibly think important. Yeah, I think it's super amazing. Yeah, mm. it's. I mean, just the. The way he talks about the solutions to it, too. He starts to mm. tie in the solutions. Now, we haven't talked it since you've read the solutions right. chunk. Yeah, so, so. Like it's more, I mean, <coughs> like, he talks about SSRI drugs and, like, kind of just, like, you know, those kind of mm -hmm. very common drugs that everyone's kind of getting pumped onto very easily. Like, yeah. Um, right. I, I kind of want to do a, um, a, a psilocybin guided psilocybin trip now just to see what pops out right yeah dang 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that with anyone I know necessarily, though, because I don't know what's going to pop out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but between this book and then there's a book by Terrence McKenna, mm -hmm. with the, the, it's, it's all about more so like psilocybin, but it ties into this, oh, references the SSRI drugs and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So like that would be a good piggyback if you want to get into like other if you wanted to dive deeper into that same kind of thing. <laughs> Next episode we'll be in the Amazon rainforest on we'll it. We'll be no. tripping balls on we'll tripping, ayahuasca. We'll be licking frogs and mm. taking ayahuasca with a shaman. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but yeah, tying in the solutions. It's I think like tying back to SSRI drugs, but like it's mm -hmm. I think SSRI drugs or just drugs in general are so invasive and just I hate taking. I don't like drugs. to take anything, man. Yeah. I hate drugs, and even like I didn't take painkillers. Yeah, yeah, ibuprofen. <coughs> ibuprofen as far touched, as I go. I haven't touched ibuprofen in a while. It's like I'm good. It's nice. So. I very rarely touch it. Like I mean, I popped this rib last week and haven't taken shit. Yeah, but I, I prefer just kind of like hanging out. Yeah, sitting just still and just relax. Be with it. Yeah, relax and be with the pain and let it speak to you. Exactly. Like in the book when exactly. he was sick, your voice. It's a like, signal. It's it's going to tell us what's wrong with you. Yeah, there yeah. is there is a lot of times where I. I felt that way throughout life. I'm like, this this pain right now. This is it's a signal to something else. I didn't know though. I didn't know mm -hmm. what it was mm -hmm. calling to. So I had to. I couldn't explore it. Right. Yeah. And I and yeah again like very wrapped up in that kind of closed minded, broken brain type of thing. You know, mm -hmm. and that feedback loop that way. Well, you didn't know it was a closed minded thing. Yeah, you, I knew it was exposed. I didn't know shit. You, so. you trusted who told you that? Um, exactly. Well, that and like fuck, you listen to you know. Growing up when I grew up as, you know, advertising mayhem. You have drug ads every ten seconds, like feel sad, like yeah, like <laughs> we got rid of, we've gotten rid of cable. Mm -hmm. So now we gotta watch commercials again. Mm -hmm. Although I have like I have like a thing where I can record stuff. I hooked it up. But if we want to watch anything live, like the pause and fast forward, you know I can we can do that, but we just don't. Mm -hmm. And we've been watching commercials and my daughter's like, Why is every other commercial for some drug with a million side effects? I don't get because it. Because it makes people <laughs> Mm -hmm. And like he talked, like the on Harry talks about the big pharma aspect, and it's it's, it's consumerism and all of just mm -hmm. making money. There's too much money in it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's literally too much money in it, and like that's where the ethics kind of go out the window too. Mm -hmm. It's like People there's so paid. much money in it that they can't not pump it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> well, cause they burn through that waffle, man. Dude, that's fucking good. <laughs> I'm hungry. You want it's another Friday. one? No, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Um, but they do help some percentage of people. So there, there is a population that, that, that read to me a lot like, um, ADHD drugs mm -hmm. where literally, um, I don't know the figures anymore, but years ago I, I saw a really good study on that. And literally 1% of children diagnosed with ADHD actually had it and actually needed drug treatment. Right. right, right, right. 1% yes. of yes. all the people that were given drugs needed it yeah and i think there's that read to me very similar to that mm -hmm. of that it, it sort of lines up in that way of that there are a small percentage of people that need treatment you need drug treatment but it's a tiny tiny percentage right and it's i feel like it's very extreme like <clears throat> and there's and like day to day I don't, it's not the case i don't think it, the parameters for it are are um specific enough mm -mm. You know, I don't, it, it's, it's, I mean, there's not enough fucking research anymore. I mean, there is now, but like, there's now, but time. even now it's new. 
right. still it's super everything new. so new. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, it's going to be so hard to break out of that big pharma model too. Like, well, that's, it's hard to break out of any model, but yeah. especially in, this, I mean, in the States from, it's hard to change things. Mm -hmm. I was, um, I was trying to, I was having a, commu a, a conversation about communism with someone the other day. And I was joking, I said, you know, the one upside of communism is, um, like, you know, China actually, like, nationally had this plan to build a bunch of coal mines. And then someone changed their mind and literally just crossed that coal mine and put solar and wind. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, you don't have to go through anything. Yeah. And just, like, dictator says go. Yeah. Everyone must change. Right. <laughs> and, like, there's a certain niceness to that. It's probably a pain in the ass to build, but yeah. that's cool. Right. <laughs> well, interesting. Um... But yeah, just uh, this when it came like came like to exploring certain groups of depressed people or that was really cool. That was really interesting. Just like mm. like mm. they said, you know X Y Z. But like, well, what else is going on? Like, what mm. else is happening in your life? Like mm. that's that was the big breakthrough. Was starting to ask and starting to ask certain things. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like an episode of House. Exactly, asking past clinical bullshit. Yeah, when you go like, past like, the clinical bullshit, you? you figure yeah. out that. They actually had a broken toe that wasn't fixed, and that's yeah. why they're fucking dying. Put yeah. the toe back in place. Yeah, no. exactly. No. Or, you know, like something like that could lead, like, oh, their toe fucked up, their ankle fucked up, they've had to stop working, they get blah, 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 you know, they get laid off, depressed. And you know, you, it's you, a huge But circle. you see the whole chain, and right. you kind of go back and fix all of it. Right. But, and it's, yeah, that's very interesting. I liked, um, what was it, in Kati? The um, apartment community in East yeah, Germany? Yeah, Kati, yeah. Yeah, where they... They built the they built the whole thing to block the road, and everyone started getting together. And then you had like <coughs> the dudes from the gay club were like, "Yeah, you can have your meetings here." And then yeah. you know, oh, the Muslims and the Germans, and but, the, yeah, they were going to all show up at the gay club, and everyone's friends. And then they like formed <laughs> a new melting pot. And but yeah, but when they started hanging out with each other and united under one common goal of just keeping their rent down and not wanting that woman to kill herself, mm -hmm. they started seeing each other as human. Yeah. And everything starts to, it just opens and, the floor. And it just opened up and all of a sudden everyone liked each other and they didn't really you know, give a crap about what they looked like or their lifestyles. They were just good people. Yeah, and they just started taking care of each other. <coughs> yeah. That's where a lot of that tribe aspect comes in. Like mm -hmm. just taking care of one another and everyone had a role and everyone had this, you know. Yeah, and everyone sort of developed a role and played to their strengths and helped each other out and were really open about helping out. It wasn't an ego thing. It was, mm -hmm. oh, I can, fill, I can fulfill that need mm -hmm. for the group and for you or like that. Like when the old man and the punk kid were together, yeah. And the punk kid was like failing out of school, and the old dude was like, "Bring your homework." Mm -hmm. When we're gonna sit here, I'm, you know, I used to be a teacher. We're gonna go everything, and the kid starts getting A's and starts turning his life around, and yeah, you know. But two, two good, you know, group two people that would have never otherwise even looked at each other, exactly, end up being great friends. That's why. I've made that post like when I did and stuff and said what I said and like quoted what I quoted. Like that's jujitsu to me. Like that's mm -hmm. the tribe. That's the you know. Mm -hmm. That's my way of being able to like bring people in. Hopefully give something back and like try and do my best to like take care of someone if I can. You know like mm -hmm. whether that's just them coming in training or like being like hey I got some shit going on. You know whatever like. Whatever mm -hmm. else they come and train and they feel better. <laughs> exactly like you know I, know, exa I know. They don't have to say anything. They just come and train. Being there is is that so. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully they can pick something up from teaching and rolling and, you know, they mm. take value from it. So. The physical contact of it. Well, he mm. talks about that a lot in the book, too. Right. Of, like, the cool thing about jujitsu, especially as a martial art, um, is it's physical contact with no strings attached. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, right. Oh, 
you're literally just hugging someone for you know rounds at a time. You just yeah. hug people for an hour. Yeah. But you don't think of it that way. But there's and, still the chemical. But there's reactions. still chemical reactions. There's still, you know, <clears throat> still dopamine being released. Y'all get to kind of love each other. Right. You don't know why. But that part of why. And just. But then it makes you feel better, and you don't have to like. like it takes away the stigma and the the, the nervousness and the anxiety of mm-hmm. touching another person. Right. And then you get the benefits. Yep. And that's a literal physical connection, and then that can start to be that sort of like spiritual connection for you just because you're connecting kind of being present there and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But, um, yeah, just the ability to be present and helping yourself, helping someone else. Like that's, mm, at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, not, and not necessarily be like expecting anything. You know what I mean? You're just, you're both kind of in the zone doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of rolling, flowing, drilling, yep. all that turns stuff. Turns the right brain on, turns the left brain on, yeah. kind of thing. No. Exactly. Uh, but the, you know, saying like like loneliness, you know, that aspect kills a lot of people too, you know. Loneliness so is horrible, man. And if you're super lonely coming to jujitsu mm-hmm. an hour a day, five times a week, that's more human contact. Because, I mean, you can be lonely in a room full of people. Mm-hmm. But when one of those people wraps their legs around you, no. it's hard to be lonely. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Slapping, bumping, smiling. Rolling. Yeah, and you can yeah. continuously, you know, meeting new people. But it's, there's no, there's no, um, you don't have to say hi. Yeah. You don't have to initiate. You don't have to even learn anyone's name. Just new person. Go. And on top of it, like, mm-hmm. jujitsu is already so weird and, like, interesting and strange in itself. It's like, it's already agreed upon that, like, you know what? We're fucking doing it. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. What yeah. was it one time when Ward made a weird quote about, like, ogres or orcs or something? And said some weird ass movie quote. He goes, "I know it's kind of weird and nerdy, I'm, but I was, I'm like, it's why we're all here, Ward. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, man. We're all that way. All, yeah, in some way, shape, or form. It's like, yeah. are we associate in like these goofy kind of ways? But like, yeah, well, we're all a little bit. We're all a little bit out there. Yeah, especially so that's part of why even we more so here. It's magnified in jujitsu, but then it's glorified too. It's not like frowned upon. No, it's magnified and accepted, and um, you know, glorified and laughed at and helped through, and everyone's just sort of like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we all got pajamas on. Yeah. We're cool, man. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like we all look goofy shit, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. That's definitely one of those things where, you know, you look at yourself. I look cool in this game. Right. People who don't train are like, what the you hell is wrong with you? Fucking idiot. Yeah. Thing. Take the bathrobe off. You're in public. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was kind of like thinking about it. Just like, I am, I started wrestling when I was like 13, huh. 14. And now I'm like 26. So yeah. like half of my life has been sort of like doing that. Oh, you've hit it. Yeah. I remember like, when I hit that when I hit I that like, mark, oh, I was like, whoa. holy shit, I've been doing this stuff for half my life. Yeah, it's like that's whoa. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Just to kind of realize that and like to think about the, the connections that I've made and lost throughout that period of time. And it is interesting, isn't it's it? It's really it's... interesting to like look back and just think about And you've, you've done it long enough to kind of have multiple lives in it. Yeah, and kind of and multiple life cycles. Of yeah, just sort of birth, reset, birth. Yeah. yeah, I'm in that right now. That's funny. I was, um, you know, I'm, I'm out with this rib, so I've been watching class, and um, I was, you know, during warmups, the black belts kind of hang out and chat with each other and laugh and stuff, and I'm watching the dynamic, and I like, like had a memory of when that was me, mm-hmm. and I don't think about that time in my life much, even though it was like most of my life. 
Um, but like I just kind of remembered, like my my daughter always um brings snacks for some of the black belts, right? And uh, they're like showing off their snacks, like I got the food. <laughs> and I remember doing that when people would bring me food, I'd brag about it, I'd be like, look what I got, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and it was it was a weird like it was a weird moment. It messed with my head to kind of remember my old community and where I was at one point in that community and then kind of be in my new community and I'm just like observing we observing that as like white belt parent and no one really knows right, right, right. what I used to be and like what and, that means to and real, but I, but that I know what that means what they're doing and but like in my position I am now I shouldn't understand that mm -hmm. you know and it was I just kind of just rolling through it and in my head that's yeah that's a whole <coughs> lifetime within you know yeah. you're not even at the halfway point so you know yeah <clears throat> I think Having experiences like that shows you that you're doing stuff right, even though you're fucking up. <laughs> yeah, it's what nice. Do you, what do you classify that as failing or fucking it, up and moving on? It's not. I think for me, like, in, say in relation to the book, it, um, it sort of allowed me to be okay with the reset mm -hmm. and to see, you know, sort of failures of the past life yeah. of that I got to start over again and correct a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. And be be cool with that, and be like really happy that the opportunity popped up. Yeah, and I so I can't. I don't dwell on the past as much. Yeah, that's a lot of interesting things came up in the book that you're like, oh, I've gone through that portion of this yeah. journey kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, and you're like, definitely. You're like, oh, that's really interesting to see that someone else did almost like you know an identical thing, but with a totally different mm -hmm. setting but and you know life. I always see it like sort of seeing some of the same processes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think just recognizing the pattern throughout history and throughout mm. the populations of people that he interviewed and like just pe seeing, populations seeing, of people and groups of people like seeing, to pay attention to that like, yeah seeing some of the common patterns was um oddly comforting <clears throat> yeah exactly because <clears throat> that was a big thing like growing up like no one around me was like acting anxious you know i didn't know so i was like i, I kind of like learned to kind of blend in and like make it stop yeah physically just kind of yeah um, but you know, inside is fucking wreck. So like, but I, I, and that's the thing, like once I normalized it publicly, but I was sitting you know, on the inside suck, but like, mm. uh, you don't talk about it, obviously. So you don't like know if someone's like, Hey, me too, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And people don't understand, like, you don't know that someone else is going to understand. Right. So you right. don't say shit. And that's the thing too. Even yeah. if like someone did, I wouldn't know what the fuck to say. Yeah. Like, what, what are you going to say? And then most of the time people like, if, if you're. I don't know. If you, you're like freaked out in front of anyone, then it's it gets weird. Exactly. They do they say shit to hurt your feelings or exactly. it's just not handled well. It's just like <coughs> it just creates that circle of just like and then right. there's yeah there's this bad loop of like well I'm not gonna say shit to that exactly. person ever again because all down. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. so like then you know later on I have to deal with that shit but like um, there's just plenty of callbacks that I'm like oh wow that's interesting that I, to have experienced that and to like recognize that someone else experienced that too and just realize that I wasn't alone. Like I know I haven't and like well, yeah, years I mean, past, like since you've known me and stuff, I've done yeah. tons of emotional work and shit and like You've made great strides that yeah, I didn't yeah. even know about. But yes. Right, right. But yeah. like that just comes from like basically like unpacking years of just like going through shit. Just unpacking and go unpack through your it. Shit. I mean, yeah. Go back to episode one. Yeah, Listen exactly. to us unpack our shit. Unpack the shit. <laughs> we'll unpack it all throughout yeah, yeah. the throughout the course, right? Right. What? <clears throat> um, but again, that's like is the path back to happiness 
you know, and it's just recognizing like, oh, this pattern worked, this was a positive thing, this was a negative thing, just not judging yourself too much for especially past things, but like just judging yourself in, in current action, like yeah. you make mistakes, you're gonna do things, but you're gonna like, you gotta learn from them. But if, yeah, if you're able to learn from, if you're able to turn your ego off and say, all right, I screwed up there, well, right. what did I do wrong? Okay, cool. And, and then that, you're like, where's my, where's my environment that I chose? Where'd that go wrong? You and know? that's why and, I think the psychedelics and <coughs> the psilocybin is interesting because it's an ego dissolver. Like it uh, makes you face your shit. <laughs> I, I, I have really vivid dreams. Mm -hmm. So I often, re I can review my life and my dreams. I can go back to shit. Yeah. That's just like old, old memories. But I'll be like two, three years old kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll have, I'll like act out like, something that's pissing me off or mm -hmm. I'm really happy about or something in my dreams. The thing about the psilocybin is I like to be able to, to be able to do that awake. Right. Cause I can have, I mean, I can have um, lucid dreams, but a lot of times shit gets too crazy and I wake myself up Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, damn it. Lost <laughs> control. <laughs> yeah. Lost it. Like, so to have something like that and not wake myself yeah. up per, per se, I think would be very useful. It's mm -hmm. also really scary. Cause what, what pops do? up right yeah, what's yeah, yeah. gonna happen maybe it's some shit i don't want to remember you know what I'm saying? like but what if that's the uh, thing even if it's something <clears throat> i think in my opinion uh you you'll face something and like it, it's not that you'll be unequipped yeah you know what i mean it won't yeah. be like holy fuck like, yeah. that's why you, you know, need the crippling. spirit guide yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> need someone sitting there holding like, your hand he yeah. said it too like bad trips happen and blah 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 yeah. but you know large percentage of people are better off <laughs> well and i mean um just from uh research done on acid actually is um trips are really really dependent on mood and environment and what you want it to be yeah. so hence why it was like in the clinical setting you could set all that up mm -hmm. and and sort of prep somebody to want this to be a a healing thing and you yeah. kind of they get to go into that with that in their mind and that's a lot of things in life anyway right like honestly like it's your mindset when you show up uh -huh. you know you want it to suck it's gonna suck yeah and you yeah. want it to be great it'll be great even exactly. if it's the same thing even if it does suck you know sure again it's <coughs> uh but yeah it's, it's I, like you kind of talked about like it's confrontation mm. without the i don't want to say discomfort because it is un it's uncomfortable but it without i don't know with there's more to say than without the ego. Where are we going? It's confrontation without wanting to win necessarily or without having your feelings hurt if you lose. Yeah. There it's is, just... There isn't that it, human consequence to it. Yeah. The, the consequence is understanding. Yeah. And so, like, if you can trudge through it for a second, you can come out at the end. Like, when, um... The, the dude that he described in the book of like how he met his father in the waterfall and right. his dad hugged him and was like, it's okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. And how life changing that was for him. Yeah. It was uh, really cool. Yeah. Secret time. Might have to edit it out. But in college, I did acid once. You were in college? For a two year period. Yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> you liar. I know. I know. Liar. Uh, <laughs> I thought you just went in and sat in that class. <laughs> The one time Sean pulled me out, I was that class. It was lucky that I was that class. I mean, lucky, but if, if it's not lucky, though, because if I hadn't fucking been in class, that they day, wouldn't I wouldn't have, gotten, I wouldn't it have, wouldn't have never happened. So the one day I went to fucking class. Stupid college. Catalytic converter chopped. But anyway, kind of with that experience, like, it is an ego-dissolving 
experience. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Like, mm. and to wit, and the best way I think to put it is like, um, so you, right, in, in our realm, you know, this realm or whatever, there's uh, gaps, I suppose. And when you are in that kind of mindset, you, you fill out the you, rest. You could fill in the gaps. Yeah, you kind See, of fill everything out and kind of gives you that kind of Experience the bits of reality that your, sen- your senses don't imprison you to. Yeah, right? and you just kind of see the rest. <clears throat> if I could put it that way, I guess you see what's really going on. Okay, I've done that without any drugs before, yeah, so see, like, that's weird, but so, okay. Yeah, uh, but Take away oxygen and you can do yeah, some pretty so sweet trips, yes, bro. Yeah, yeah. So you'll start to release the same shit in your brain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... And the, and the interesting thing, after, like, weeks after, I felt great. Oh, just, it, it really did just sort of cleanse amazing. you. You're like, yes. I feel awesome. Because I was, it was actually right after uh, something kind of shitty happened, blah, blah, blah. Like, when my, my, my grandfather had died and there's this and that. But, like, I wasn't, like, doing it to, like, di- you know, like, uh, dissociate or anything. I was just like, yeah, it's probably a good time to, like, go on a kind of <laughs> spirit quest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's probably because of the way you're, like, your kung fu mind works. Exactly. You wanted to go on a spirit quest, yeah. and you saw the opportunity, so it yeah. worked out. And it's interesting because <coughs> I had, in, like, my conscious brain, I had this image of, like, this, like, this shadowed kind of, like, person just sitting. All right. And I, but in my brain, I knew it was me. Oh, right. Uh, right? So I was kind of, I'm just sitting there, kind of, like, in an open path or, like, open, like, clearing in, like, a forest or some shit. You don't yeah. see my face, oh. but, like, I'm just sitting there. Right, so then that that experience or whatever kind of clarified what that was is me just sitting there, kind of reflecting and just oh, always yeah. taking things in and reflecting. Uh, but then after all that, like uh, the weeks after, like I wasn't sitting anymore. I was walking. I was moving. Oh, I was moving forward. I got you. It's really weird. <laughs> Reminds me so, of a dream I had once. Yes. Yeah, but uh, or a meditation hallucination, some right. sort of thing I had once. But uh, but yeah, you just. You know, some people say they like to see God and talk to God and all this stuff. I don't know if I had that type of thing, but maybe you, yeah, you just it's, yeah. it makes you see things a lot. You different. connect with universe, yeah. universe yeah. connect back, yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the weeks after were really interesting, very cool, yeah. Like, and like I've heard of people like doing microdosing a lot, and like that sustains a lot of that. Mm, I'm coming to <clears throat> on the idea of normalizing something like that yeah i don't think you need to sustain it with doses i kind of i'm I'm, i've never done any drugs at all but if i i would like to go there Mm -hmm. just to work out some stuff in my brain that i can't get to but i would like to do it sort of you know in the three or four like large dose applications and just let it go i'm (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of a i'm kind of a you know winner go home kind of person Mm -hmm. like might as well just dive all the way in yeah yeah (laughs) <clears throat> and then like it, and I, that's more so from like that Terrence McKenna book like hmm. kind of using that like there was more I think they used a lot of, like tested some of like um, like anxious and depressed people obviously but just mm. small like different small stuff not to, get to a point of any type of hallucination at just, all like, yeah just, the, necessarily even just enough to open you up a little yeah just enough to be like I'm okay <laughs> yeah just enough to, to melt to melt the that first layer right yeah um, but it wasn't like an incapacitating type of thing. But yeah, very interesting stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
Well, okay, we should steer away from the drugs. Yeah, probably, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. He even talks about like his last book, the Chasing the Screen book. Is, yeah, I'd like to check oh, that like, out. I need to read that, too. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All of his stuff in here, I, I, uh, each different shift and different story I loved. Yeah. It was I, totally I, different. I like the, the flow of the story's shifts because it's... I like that he presented it in a way that it was has he discovered it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. As I'm running around the world talking to all these people, and then here's my reaction to it, and here's what happened, right. and then here's the inf- here's the information they gave me. Uh, that was um, that was a mark of a good storyteller. Yeah, it was very much really solid, good scientific information tucked into a story. Mm-hmm. It was almost. Um, I don't know, it was very like elementary school-ish mm-hmm. in that way of when you're a kid, you learn everything through stories and music mm-hmm. and dancing, right? Right. It was sort of that kind of thing. It's, here's a really good story filled with great info, but you're going to be wrapped up in the story. Yeah. You know? And that's, you are fully wrapped up, because I think <clears throat> you are fully wrapped up that way. Like it makes you take the message a lot. Oh, you, you take it a lot. It, it, it's much easier to understand. It's much easier because you're emotionally invested in the outcome. Like, basically, you just want to see him turn out okay. You want exactly. this information to work for him, and he applies it. And you want to be. And then you kind of like you look forward to learning how he got out of it. And you know, you know that was um, very. It's very well written mm-hmm. in that respect. I agree. Um, but, um, what was was the Cotty story your favorite? Uh, that was definitely. I think overall. And that was my favorite. Just, I like that idea. Yeah, I think that's I just really that neat. That, that reminded me of training. Right. Yeah, I like, I yeah this school that that's identified with it that way. But I liked um, other stories I really dug were the one about the bike shop and then the one about the Indian, the reservation mm-hmm. that um, had the, the casino. Shop. But instead of keeping the profits, they distributed it to everybody in the tribe. Right. And they all, and they got um, what started out as like, Five thousand and went to nine thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. of just universal income, mm-hmm. and how that changed people's lives. So they just took the edge off life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of yeah, where, yeah, and it changed the. And then they had that this, that one town in Canada that did that, mm-hmm. and how it changed working environments. And, and employers had to provide a better working environment and better pay to keep people. And, and people were, were okay taking time off to be with their families, and there were literally with, less doctor visits. <clears throat> yeah, like physical drastically, and, le- and it ended up saving them tons of money, mm-hmm. and maybe were making more money because they had this this guaranteed security blanket of money yeah. that it made their life like. Yeah. And that was a weird chunk for me to read at the time because then my my um my wife's been kind of grilling me about like kids almost grown. What are you going to do? Right, right. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in my library and talk to Cheney. That's yeah. what I want to do. Damn. Yeah. But um, I started thinking about it and I'm like, come on, universal income. Come on. Hook me up. That's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> but just thinking about like, you know, in my particular situation, how the hell do I get back in the world? I'm slowly figuring that out. Mm-hmm. But how much of a great security blanket would that be? Sure. If I was like, okay, I got something coming in, you know, I can figure this shit out, right. you know, and that would be, it would it'd be Ooh. neat. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. But then, we'll just grow the podcast into a monster. That's the plan, right? Um, coffee monster. Coffee monster. Speaking of which, 
and you're starting to like see like I don't know ghosts yet. Yeah, I definitely feel it. My brain is um I'm in another realm for sure. There's that I mean caffeine's a wicked drug to itself, you know. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> oddly enough. I don't know if it's the tonic or just the two awesome coffees mixed together. I think it's a it's an ensemble. I'm not j I'm not jittery or freaky. I'm just like but my mind feels like vascular man yeah. like yeah. all the blood flow is in the brains all parts of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all channels are open yeah definitely functioning on all channels right now it, but i think yeah kind of that with the tonic too it's the the fever tree right yeah, yeah so like that's good shit yeah it's kind of an entourage effect with yeah it's, coffees yeah. these two strong coffees for a long steep mm -hmm. and uh and it's all... Uh, I got more. You want some more? No. No, I may die. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, now these colors in this bowl are starting to look yeah. weird. So. <laughs> They're telling you something, man. They're telling you some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just so many... I, I highly recommend reading this book. Uh, I guarantee you know somebody, if not yourself, you know, that's mm. dealing with some element of this. And it'll open you up to um, people as humans. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it it does a really good job of everything that's every person that's talked about in the book, mm -hmm. whether on just a cursory level or on a real in-depth interview level. Even all the the doctors and psychologists are presented as people, not as experts, not as victims, right, right, not as uh, um, anything other than just humans. Yeah, and you really it's go back back to the storytelling bit <coughs> of everyone is presented in that way so that you can identify and empathy and have empathy for them mm -hmm. and then be able to put yourself in their situation in some aspects and pick a thing or two out of every bit of the book that at least i could where i was like oh i get that yeah i, I there was a part of my life where i was there and i understand what's going on mm -hmm. and it um yeah it got it really opened my brain up to like you know in i don't know judging people Mm -hmm. of sort of your initial judgment of people yes and you're like hey why am i doing that oh yeah. okay you can kind of pick out your reasons and then kind of wipe the slate clean yeah yeah and i understand that <clears throat> just because like on my own front like you know i found myself judging people it's probably just coming from like a place of uh anxiety or you know, yeah. from that like oh no that kind of that same place so it's just recognizing it and being able to kind of quell it yeah to sort of yeah objectively observe it and be like oh yeah okay that's what i'm doing that. or even if someone's like oh. acting that way towards me it's like well you know what yeah you can kind of diffuse it and be like all right you know they got their reasons all right you know and not a big deal not gonna take it personal yeah yeah so i think that this book can help you approach things a lot better um just like just having the cultural shift to the approach of dealing with that sort of thing and people, you know, people yeah. in general, really, like just yeah. being nice to people for fuck's sake. Like, well, being nice to people, but also not being um, scared of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you, you take away the prejudgment. Um, was it, is it this book they talked about? No, I don't think it was in this book. I think it was something I was watching about the brain. But um, yeah, and it connected with this book for me about um, long-term meditators they can handle pain better mm -hmm. but it's not because they feel it less it's because they actually it takes away the anticipation of the pain which knocks all that sort of pre-pain yeah. away and then they feel it really intensely more for a really short window of time and then it goes away mm -hmm. and i was trying to explain that to my daughter i said here's why we tough because um 
she has a loose tooth and I was gonna rip it out. I was gonna pop it out for her and she's like, nah, <laughs> she hates that. She likes to like let them hang on and fall out on their own. But I was like, I can pop it out. And I even showed her a picture of Wonder Boy Thompson doing it. I'm like, this is my exact technique. Like, this is what I was gonna do right here. Right? You conveniently put that on, uh, um, on uh, Instagram for me. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> and, and, and she's like a super tough dude, right? And so I was kind of explaining to her why she was, like why it felt like it was gonna hurt more. I because you're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Every other painful thing in your life, you have, you, there's zero anticipation. You just accept that it happens and you move on with your life. Yeah. That's why it doesn't hurt that bad. Mm-hmm. With this, you're all freaked out. Uh, it's, it already hurts. Right. For now that you think it happens, and she's like, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and yeah, that was a... <clears throat> but yeah, Lost Connections like opened my brain up to, like, I don't know, connecting, like to understanding that in a different way of like kind of connecting it to anxiety. Mm-hmm. And like how I used to be really scared of public speaking. Mm-hmm. But... I was scared of actually getting up there and I, like I'd blow it out of proportion and be all just nuts. Yep. And then when I started teaching, literally I was just thrown in. One of the class. <gasps> yeah. Can't let Doc down. Gotta do really good at this. Okay. Yep. And then you know, and then I just did really good because I kind of separated myself from my anxiety and fear and said, Well, I gotta do a good job for the class because yep. exactly, you know, my teacher yeah. trusted me be good at it and it was sort of like that my way into like now nah, i don't give a shit about public speaking i'm speaking for anybody right yeah <clears throat> yeah i can definitely think of the first one of the first times like thrown in do one i was like holy fuck oh going? what do i do oh and you do the same and like most of the time you do like the same like beginning thing anyway and like try to think of it and you're like oh my god what is it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah of course and i'm like a 16 year old anxious kid like yeah. my voice is cracking yeah and I'm just like, Jesus yeah christ like May as well just throw them into the wolves, you know. Well, but then, you know, got over it, and here we are today. So. And here we are, yep. And I just haven't stopped for the last whatever period of time. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh, maybe you'd trade it for something, I don't know. Probably not, though. Mm. <laughs> I know, man. It's all right, bro. No, that's a good line. You're doing pretty good so far. I'm, yeah, that's the thing. Like, looking back, like, I wouldn't trade many experiences. Like, there's so much, like, that were super shitty. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'd wish him on any. I wouldn't wish him on anyone else, exactly. but I don't think I'd trade them. Yeah, uh, I would definitely, like, wish that I could take certain other people's pains away during that period of time. Oh, yeah. It's, like, less encompassing. Yeah, in definitely. My tribe at the time, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I wish it really, could be, like, centered on me, and then I'll deal with it. And yeah, I'll it take away. it all. Yeah, it was, fine. Know, again, like, like, in terms of, <clears throat> like, tribes, you know, if, some, if the, someone's hurt in the tribe, you know, it's going to affect everything. It's going to... If the tribe's uh, functional and, and good, yeah, everyone should can fix each other right oh and that's that's a nice thing too like mm. after effect of that sort of thing you start to strengthen and lean on each other and that's where it comes into that is nice that yeah you can sort of just that's know the, each that's other the need power help. of it that's why it's, it's necessary yeah it makes it a very good thing it's i don't think people can do that type of shit alone <laughs> you know clearly yeah clearly i mean yeah it's a little more difficult it's tough uh um what else we got on this book I loved it though. I, um, I don't know. I might read it again. I have a couple people in mind that I want to send it to and kind of get involved with. <laughs> right on. Um, but I definitely want to read Chasing the Scream as well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's on the list for me. Yeah, the ever growing giant list. Right. I'm, mm, I don't know. I'm currently reading a book about meditation. Nice. It's actually pretty cool. I'm um, reading uh, mm. The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 
Now, I'm also reading you know, Jackie Chan's second biography. Sweet. Which is awesome. Yeah. I have his first one, which I didn't realize was out of print. I have like oh, a really? torn up paperback version of it that's, that's phenomenal. Tight. But it goes up to the year 2000. Mm, so yeah, and, had an update. <laughs> yeah, well this one, it, it actually, he starts kind of at the beginning of his life, but then um, it's just a different take. Mm. It's really very cool. That's cool. And it goes you know, a lot more into the 21st century stuff too, which is quite nice. And, He's um, been busy. Yeah, Jackie stays busy. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Does he still do all of his own stunts? Um, yeah. Yeah. But he's cut. Impressive. He still does all his own stunts. He's just cut them down. Yeah. He doesn't do the crazy stuff anymore. He actually talks about that. How he's like, I'm getting older. Even though I feel like a child, I know that I cannot jump off these buildings anymore. <laughs> I saw Francis Ngannou was in Fast and Furious, or he was like taking. Yeah, something. He was. He was... I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Is it nine? I think so. Okay, because they. Sure, it's nine. I just want him to get to 10 so it can be fast 10 your seatbelts, man. <laughs> uh, just... Holy shit, if that's what it is, I'll lose my mind. How could it not be that? It has to be that. That's... Oh, God. That has to be the only reason they're making so many, so they can get to that. How do those make as much money throughout this many? Like, they still make a lot of money. They're good theater movies, though. Yeah, they're yeah, explosions yeah. Like and car chases. Yeah, and... yeah. That's all, they, like, Charlie's Theron is in them now, right? Exactly. And she it's said that's the only like, reason uh, she's in them is because they're great explosion movies. Yeah, and it's, like, just, like, <coughs> getting to, like, expendable level all-star cast type of, sh- type of shit. Oh, yeah, you know? it's getting there, yeah. It's getting <laughs> expendable level all-star cast. Like and then everybody is, you know, uh, a legend, like. Which is, I mean, that's a fun summer film. That's the kind of, like, big screen, good sound system film, you know what I'm saying? You're not going there for Explosions and fight, yeah. Like, yeah. You're not going there for some in-depth shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think of who else I saw because I've been like looking at a bunch of like fighters doing other stuff. It's really expanding. It's very cool to they're see. Doing a lot of cool shit. A lot of cool shit's happening, yeah. and they're not getting like too caught up by it. They're right. still able to fight. It's not like Rampage playing yeah. Mr. T. Like Adesanya has his own podcast. I didn't know he had his own podcast already. Like he does. Oh, that'd be thing. funny. Yeah, he's he, a cool. He's dude. nuts, man. I like him. He just flies off the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's tight. I want to fight him. I want to fight him. See how he does. Uh, I gotta pee again. Again? Yeah. Alright, yeah. alright. Pause. Pause. Hydrated. Good. Station. I'm trying to find the pause button. And we're back. Back. Mm-hmm. And where were we? Talking about how to sign these podcasts and stuff. Yes. Yeah, just like fighters and people doing other things. Like just the ability yeah. for like people to do other things. I think to branch out is very cool. It's definitely because yeah, fighting is intense and short. Yeah, you. I think you should you be know, laying your bricks elsewhere too. You know, these people that fight for more than a decade are freaking miracles. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people who've been fighting for way more than a decade, um, Fatal and Rampage are going to fight in Japan on the Bellator card in Japan. <laughs> How can you have a... That's sad. It can't be... Like, that's the most Japanese card ever, though. Yeah, it is, but that's sad. That's, that's our pride, like, that's throwback, like... like Godzilla, you know? Like, it is. I, I mean, dude, they're both in similar age bracket, so that could still be a pretty good fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. it was, you know, 15 years ago, that would have been a great fight. Mm-hmm. But... They, they, they were... <laughs> When they were at their their peaks, yes, but that's still a good fight, and possibly the same fight. But um, yeah, that's the thing. It'll be like, <laughs> ah, man. I, I, just looking back, I just watched a video of Tito uh, knockout Chuck. Like, oh, that one. Oh, I, was, I, I had just gotten around to watching it because I can't 
Chuck's my boy, man. Chuck's my guy, hate, man. And yeah. I hate Tito, so like you know. Yeah. If you're a Chuck man, you hate Tito, and that's you know, how it goes. But you know he's fucking what fifty or something like. Uh, Tito. Scott, or no. Uh, oh, Chuck. Chuck? No, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck's Chuck's, Chuck's fifty. If he's not fifty, he's almost fifty. He's got to be fifty. Because he's a lot older than you'd think. Yeah. And he's been, <coughs> been around a lot too. Yeah, I've like, been around quite a few times. And, so yeah, yeah. it was sad to watch. Yeah, I mean. I don't know why the fuck that happened, and you know what I mean. Like why he came back and knocked Tito out, man. <clears throat> yeah. He came back in the third time, Chuck won. Yeah, but but I mean that matchup was actually a long time ago now. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. Was, this was in the UFC. Yeah, no, it was that uh, Golden Boy or whatever. Oh, that one, yeah. the Golden Boy yeah. one. Okay, never mind. I'm thinking of the UFC matchups. <clears throat> you know, oh, those are all great. Those are all phenomenal. Yeah, but uh, dude, money. Yeah. Money and it's like that the you know champion is like I got one left in me. It's like you, 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 the last eight have been rough. You sure? You like, always have one. You always have one left in yeah. you. You're always gonna like, think that. Save it for the guy that wants your wallet. I guess I don't know. That's <laughs> well. I I understand yes. that you're not there yet. I understand that, but yeah, but like I understand. It's hard to like, let. It's hard to let go. Um, especially if you're famous. Or yeah. were famous. Yeah. Like I psychologically, I'm sure. Psychologically, it's... they haven't moved on. They need yeah. to do something. Like, what else do you have in your life? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe nothing. Mm-hmm. That's all you are. Yeah. If you can't, if that's all you are, you can't move on. Or you move into the <coughs> the bar fight league, and then you know, bar fight I'm league. Like, uh, Mister <laughs> Penn. It's not the '90s, dude. You can't just stand up at the tough tough guy competition and. You know, get into it. That's how Jake Shields got in MMA. Hmm? He was at. That's how Jake Shields got in MMA. Really? He was at a bar and they were having a tough man championship. And they're like, "We need a fighter." And he's like, "I'm in." Okay. That's funny. I'm like, put down my beer and kick this guy's ass. That was really fun. You can do this professionally. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <coughs> that's funny. That's cool. Hmm. Yeah, stories like that are funny too. Well, uh, they don't happen anymore. But I know. Uh, I know. It's too professional now, sadly. Right. So it's way too business-like. Uh, but, hey, there's a million grappling leagues, so... Right, yeah. The in frontier. my opinion, if you still want to fight, get into grappling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the thing, why, like, you know, you're seeing, like, Gabriel Gonzaga, like, he's in grappling matches a lot, like, get grappling super fights. Like, he's popping up a lot. some fucking grappling super fights, you know? You're not getting hit in the head. You know, test your grappling a little bit. It'd be interesting. It'd be mm-hmm. cool. The overhand the collar tie. Yeah. Oh. The, the overhand snap down. And yeah. you're fucking, you know, her sleeping on the mat. So. Yeah. But, yeah, again, like you're saying, like, famous. He was top level dude for a long time. He was the man. You know, they were so. in music videos and yeah. TV. And and yeah, exactly. They're referenced. Rapper, rappers talk about them. Yeah, they're yeah. still referenced. Like, it's not like it was decades ago, but. Yeah. Um, but it's a tough thing about being a fighter, man. Mm-hmm. There's a um, there's a girl at the at Ronin who's a really good Muay Thai fighter. I once transitioned into MMA, and um, it's funny she like shaves the back of her head. She had a diamond in it, nice. and I was like, that's a very good thing for a fighter to have. That's very. Um, she's like, she's I said something about what is it? You know, how much is it worth? I'm said market value, bud. It's a rock that people think is expensive, mm-hmm. and she went what? I said, it's a perfect metaphor for a fighter. You're as good as your last fight. That's what you're worth. I love her. She's a great kid. But I'm like, 
Like I got some wheels turning in her brain mm -hmm. for a second there. I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have dropped that on her. She's like, too young. Too early? Holy shit, shit, I think it's too early. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Like Nah, I think the earlier people are exposed <clears throat> to like all that aspect, the better. Did the public aspect right. of it. Especially if um cursory fight fans who just want blood or like ball sport fans who don't understand yeah. fighting at all. Oh, didn't exactly. they just lose? They suck now, right? Right. Like yeah, no, they don't. That's not how it works. It's, it's the, they're the same. It's fine. But, you know, publicly, it's what you're Different worth. story. That's how it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's just, I think it's really interesting, like, how it relates back to just, like, like how they do things outside of the ring. Like, what, what they're doing outside of the ring is always what's going to, I think, carry over. Agreed. But finding a way to do that and still be able to be good inside the ring. Yeah. Because, I mean, <clears throat> any sort of combat sport sort of requires your life. Exactly. It requires everything. They're so, in, it's, especially like MMA, it's so in-depth. Mm -hmm. There's so much you got to do on a daily basis to be good at it. Yeah. To balance that and then have uh, the forethought to be like, I'm going to be a commentator. I'm mm -hmm. going to take time out to fly this place, do this commentating, get back home, get back to training. Is, I mean... It's awesome to be able to pull that scheduling off, mm -hmm. and it's to be a it, professional it, there too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I think it's essential to be able to find that kind of stuff. But it is, it's not basketball, man. No, you know, yeah. it's yeah. There's, it's it's just it's definitely it's harder. But I think the cool thing with fighters is um, they tend to be around other fighters when they're doing that, mm -hmm. and so like you know like way back when say like. Um, not UFC Live, this would be after UFC Live, so like say during the UFC Tonight days and the heyday of that, all the commentators that were fighters always talk about how they were training together before they shot. Mm -hmm. They were always sparring and training and they, were all, they would get together and everyone would train together and then they would go do their episodes and then get together and train together after. Mm -hmm. Which I, I think is really cool, makes it a lot easier. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. And I think a lot of that, yeah, that, the team aspect in MMA is like getting not washed out like the, everyone else has their coaches and teams and shit but like everyone trains with everybody the super the, around, the like, secret super team thing yeah. isn't as um isn't as uh exclusionary yeah, as it used yeah, to yeah yeah it's very much so like it's this is this guy's good he's good where i lack i'm gonna go train with him yeah people cross over a lot more readily even even with someone they're going to compete against you don't see that as much anymore right where like back in the day carlos condit and george st pierre never even looked at each other mm -hmm. even though they were in the same gym yeah they never even made eye contact. They didn't know each other at all. Whereas nowadays, that would happen. Mm -hmm. They would train and be like, yeah, we're going to fight eventually. Cool. <laughs> figure it out. Let's make it a good match. <laughs> yeah, yeah this will make it a really great match. Yeah. Business too, you know. So make, and, it, and make it a draw. That too is making it um, separating business from personal has gotten a lot better. Of um, People understand the character of the fight versus the person. A little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Like I saw an interview with Michael Bisbing when he was getting inducted in the Hall of Fame where he was talking about how how great Chael Sonnen was at selling fights. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. like, it was like he was really good. He was a great, but he was also a really great fighter. And he was really good, you know, just a good He's guy. A good I'm happy draw. for him. And I'm like, man, they fucking hated each other. Mm -hmm. And to have to like come to that that realization for both those guys, I think is really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. it is. <clears throat> Absolutely. But I think fighters are doing that in their careers now mm -hmm. it's not after they're retired and they calm down they're like oh yeah a lot of like israel asane is a good example of that is he's very honest about him putting on a show 
Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm a cocky asshole. It means I want people to get people get their money's worth and I would like to get paid. Yeah. So I'm gonna do this dance and I'm gonna beat you in spectacular fashion and I'm gonna say something cool and then I'm gonna do the interview. And and this is how it's gonna work. This is how it works. (laughs) But that's and especially like Like his background, like where where he came, like his what was his main style coming up? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I he started in he... city kickboxing, yeah. and like he was just a kickboxer. Okay. And his coach said, "Start with a kickboxing career, and okay. then we'll move into MMA." Yeah. And I think that's just what it was. But he's also a break dancer. Okay. So yeah. And so like that's kind of like dancing and fighting crossover so much. Mm-hmm. Rhythm pers- is personality too. Yeah, and personality. Yeah, like it gives you a personality, but rhythm's rhythm, man. Mm-hmm. But you like, know, you know that, and that's where I think like <coughs> that's where he developed his personality and kind of cut his teeth there, and now it's paying dividends for him. Oh, huge! Yeah, he put. You can tell he put the practice <coughs> in to develop that personality, but also develop a fighting style. Like yeah, and then sort of have it reflect him. Uh, no one's or, probably, you know, realistically, like, again, casual fight fans probably weren't, you know, casual MMA fans probably weren't looking into his kickboxing career to see, like, oh, he never, he didn't always do that or this or that. Mm. I mean, like, this no, he definitely evolved. Him. He wasn't yeah. born that way. Exactly. So just kind of, mm. I think that speaks a lot to him. Just, like, learning the trend and, you know, kind of making it work for him. And obviously he's been doing well. So. Yeah, but, I mean, to play to your own personality, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. Because then you're not pretending. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I mean, you've said this before, the truth is out there. It's on, truth's on the mat, dude. Yeah, yeah. When you're fighting, it's, it's exactly. the truth comes out. And if you're trying to lie, even if you're good, it's going to suck. And it, yeah. And, and so you've you got to learn like, to be you. Yeah. People are going to pay attention to the good guy who is robust as opposed to the good guy who doesn't say shit. Yeah. Look at the champions, you know, in terms of, you know, personality. No one gave a shit about Chris Weidman when he was a champion. Because he didn't say shit. He played the Captain America humble card, blah, blah, blah. No one gave a shit. Uh, like, when he lost, everyone was like, whatever. You know, uh, but then you have people who are talking and, like, this kind of, like, robust personality. I guess on the flip side, though, you do have Rockhold, who was talking a lot and everyone mm-hmm. fucking hated him. Right, right. Yeah, yeah and that's <coughs> a personality thing. Like, yeah. You know, how you market yourself as a champion and all this stuff. <laughs> I think the humble champion is going to make a comeback, though. Because mm-hmm. look at uh, Khabib. Like, look how he we'll is. Look how cool he is yeah. about it. Yeah, putting on Poirier's so, shirt and everything. And what I'm getting at is more, it's like, it's a well-rounded champion as opposed to being like the... I agree. Uh, yeah, the, a well-rounded the McGregor, champion. But the McGregor champion. Right? Who's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but McGregor had to happen for this to happen. Oh, absolutely. He was sort of the, uh, sadly, the logical next step. Mm-hmm. But he had to, he drug everybody into the mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. But he, he, I think he gave fighters the ability to bring their personality back into the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he did, and he, he did it in such an overdone way that people were able to be like, I'm bringing personality, but not quite exactly. that. And then other people tried to copy him, and they like, sucked. Hey, like, don't yeah. do that. And they <laughs> sucked at it, and they're like, no, there's only there's only one counter. You yeah. can't do it. And that's, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, he yeah. set that bar so high that I, that's what I'm seeing. <clears throat> bringing everything back. Yeah, all, like, everyone. just fucking blew it out of the water. Yeah. So, that's, I think, and especially, like, years from now, that'll be, he'll be touted yeah. for that. And be that'll like, you know that'll be a benchmark. That, whatever, but... He did this for us, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, but this worked, and it was cool. And, you know, by then, he'll probably be, like, chilled out and old, and he'll you know, be fine with it. Yeah. Be like, yep, did what I had to do at the time. He'd be the, the humble <laughs> Irish king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Let's hope. Oh, yeah. We got time, we got time. Cool. All right, we're good. Mm, so, any other thoughts on the book, bro? 
I don't know. I loved it. I don't know. I just, I, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Got to read it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's um, as you were reading it, like I kind of, you know, I personally, I jumped back and forth between sort of, like, analytically looking at it, reading it as a story, and identifying with it. Mm-hmm. I would sort of swim around in that, and I kind of, I would reread passages of it in like different thought, in different states of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, like how I identified with it in different ways because I wanted to. I guess ultimately I did. I wanted to remember it to reference other people, to help other people with it so yeah. that I could have something. Yeah. You know, but, it, and I did help myself a lot with it. But I liked, I did like the idea of sort of turning in the, a lot of the information around in my head so that I could pick things out. It's the teacher in me, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be able to like, oh. You know, I can see this in someone, and yeah, this is yeah. how he steered it. I could steer that. I could help that. You know? Exactly. I think, yeah. yeah, I do. I do a lot of that. <clears throat> sort of the same, like, just in terms of, I guess that is teacher brain, because, like, a lot of, think, you know, teachers who stay in it for a long time, like, are always trying to, like, strive to be what they needed and all that shit, so yeah. that's another extension of that. Yeah. And just being like, okay, like, I, I, I wish someone would have recognized this in myself earlier, so I'm going to hopefully kind of catch something like that or, you know, yeah. just be open to the, yeah. you know. Just be open to people who can be comfortable around you. Yeah. And then they can learn and, you know, improve and, you know, avoid pitfalls yeah. of some sort. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing, like, you know, I've, there have been moments that I, with students and stuff like that that I've had that I wouldn't have like, like expected to have you know yeah like those are always kind of like like oh yeah like that's incredibly wonderful you know those are that's, neat that's the yeah. reminder like that's really why it's like what it's for you know <laughs> yeah so I would love it uh, <clears throat> squishy pancakes I know cool. I love it it's this great texture got some squish pancakes in my hand yeah like squishies <clears throat> and my daughter loves the squishies so <laughs> they hang out all over the house <laughs> um but identifying with uh, just, uh, even his, his teenage self, like you know. yeah, that bit at the end, man. Right. It's like, what would I say to myself? If yeah. I was at this mall as a teenager when mm-hmm. that first happened. That whole part that had been hard to write. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. That and that's been... like because I was always hyper <coughs> hyper resistant to ever taking like drugs like that, like, mm-hmm. and I didn't for a long time, and then. I did for a little bit, and then I was like, yeah, this is not it. <laughs> yeah, good try. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Like, it helped for the time being and, like, whatever, but then it wasn't, like, the answer by any means, so. Yeah. Then, what? It was a step. Yeah. Gotta exactly. give a shot, a right? Step. You know? It was. Hmm. Um, but it just, yeah. But then you have to do the rest of the work on your yeah. own and kind of dig through. This was neat, though, to kind of see people doing the work. Mm-hmm. And sort of layer it of the steps of the work are put in different stories in different communities, mm-hmm. and different, that, yeah, exactly, different communities all around the world, different times, different, different yeah, different like, times, different these people, yeah, same but, things are happening, huh? and it kind of laid out the steps that you could do on your own, like just by yourself, just mm-hmm. personally, but just sort of yeah, in different times, different people, different places, and you kind of see repeating patterns. Mm-hmm. And that was neat, and it was kind of, I know, like I, it allowed me to do a little bit of a, you know, self check on steps I've taken over the years, and yeah. then like, oh yeah, okay, and kind of give me some next steps, and, uh, 
<clears throat> how to stay on the path. Yeah, kind of thing. that's that was very I think neat. It was just kind of like what I was kind of talking about. Like just reaffirming the the path, right, and reaffirming the process, and reaffirming yeah. that it is a process, and that, but, you know, and sure, yeah, that. I guess like it did demystifying trusting the process a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of it did allow me to sort of to relate it back to my training or relate it back to previous mental states I'd been in. And then see, oh, the process of how I've gotten to where I'm at now. And And, kind of remember where I was at certain times. And been like, oh, yeah, you know, at the time, there was no future. I had no, I could not understand this. And then be able to kind of go through this, put pieces together and be like, you know, there's the process. There's what you're trusting. Because at the time, you're like, what (coughs) the shit am I doing? What am I doing? This is, you know, is this the right thing? Is this destructive? Is it this? Like, and then... You know, hopefully you're on the right path, but like you again it reflect. Kind of, kind of took the hope. It takes some of the hope out of it, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. hope is a guess. Yeah. It makes the guess. Uh, it takes it takes a lot of the guesswork away, and yeah. and like you're like, oh, okay, I can start piecing things together, which then for the future makes it a little bit more secure. The book, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because those types of stories inherently make you feel less alone in terms of mm-hmm. that less feeling. alone, and I mean it. By opening up the possibility of future, mm-hmm. it you know by definition takes the depression anxiety away because what you're afraid of or what you're depressed about mm-hmm. is the shit you can't predict. Right. You know, in some it's cases, like one and, of the stories about one of the mothers losing her daughters, you know, stuff like that. Like, dude, yeah. Jesus Christ, like, like just mind numbing stuff. Like, there were some you know really shocking stories and stuff like that, but. Mm. Yeah, that whole section on grief yeah, and how grief was treated for a time as a disease. That if you grieved, you know, more than 55 minutes, you know, right, whatever, like right. how, they had a time limit. Yeah, that's insane. And then this is a mental disorder. And I'm like, no, you don't just get over yeah. death like that, guys. It isn't just like it's always thing. there. You yeah. just, yeah, that's, uh, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, like there's... Uh, at one point she was just like you know, I really used my grief and kind of power, powered everything and kind of made everything through. she's like I don't want to live without it yeah you, she, I mean, you have to it. kind of embrace it and accept that it's there because it's always going to be there mm-hmm. it's just you know I don't know if your relationship with it changes I have to think maybe I think you Most of the time. become just more familiar with it <laughs> well yeah you know, I mean like, you make friends with it uh, but, it's just uh, first I mean yeah I don't know first time it's i'm sure it's shocking and whatnot but that sets well it's always shocking i mean if you're talking about sudden death of loved ones kind of things mm-hmm. it's always shocking and it always sucks but if you have a roadmap, i find that i have a roadmap mm-hmm. of i can help people through that stuff where i can kind of get myself through things like that because it's happened a lot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, i'm like yeah okay I know how to do this. I yeah. know how I'm going to react. I know what's going to happen. It's like, you know, getting hurt and going into shock. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, I know I'm in shock, so I have to lay down for like 15 minutes and it's, wait for my vision to come back, and I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be good. Yeah. Shit. yeah. <clears throat> so that's, yeah, that's what it is. Like, just getting reps that way. <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> Puts a real shitty spin on quality reps. Right. But, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. But, you know, weirdly enough, though, like, I've had instances, though, like, of, I've had rough patches, and I'm like, in a weird way, I'm like, it's kind of conditioning. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, you know, that's yeah. how I looked at it a lot of times. I was like, you know what? It's a rough one, but yeah, I used to through it. Like, <laughs> I used to do that. Um, actually, I just saw this thing on Facebook from a mother of one of my old students. Like, I taught him when he was like five. And he's a teenager now and he teaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's actually, it's really cool to see. But he was having a really rough week. 
He's at school, like, 12 hours and working and teaching and training, and he's just, like, worn the hell out, right? And I was like, you know, I just kind of wrote, you know, suffer now and live your life a champion. Mm -hmm. Just something I used to say to myself all the fucking time. And I said, especially, like, in high school, and then when I got to college and had, like, many jobs and things, I just never slept. I'd be like, what I'm doing now makes everything else in life easy. No matter what, every bit of my, every, like, my life is going to seem simple, because this isn't, when this is done, I'm going to miss it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to know how fucking hard it was. Yep. And I think of that all the time. I don't complain about much. I don't, I, I'll just get up and do shit because I'm like, well, it's been worse. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I got to remember that, how and bad, exactly how hard it, that like, was. That's the conditioning. There's your exactly. reps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was actually like <laughs> an interesting side effect of like coming off of those drugs or whatever is yeah. because uh, i lost my conditioning <laughs> oh no you yeah. deconditioned your feet were all soft huh? right so i was like oh fuck that hurts like, yeah. <laughs> so like learning to kind of recondition and kind of like uh uh naturally learn to kind of curb that a little bit was just kind of fu- it was just like funny a little bit it was kind of like ah uh, damn (laughs) i went soft shit well it's just like because that whole time was a period of reflection because like my brain kind of slowed down a little bit it was quieter oh cool like i I don't know if it was in this book but kind of one of the books i've been reading recently was uh it's playing the same music but it's just quieter yeah it's quieter quieter, yeah and that was kind of it so like i really kind of buckled down and used that quiet time to reflect and like really dig in because uh, I knew I didn't want to be on that shit forever I was like alright I'm going to do this work yeah put the work in use it for what it's for right so. that's cool though. that's an interesting way to yeah. approach it and then to have yeah. to be able to come out of that and have to sort of relearn some things yeah I was like was that oh. neat as like an adult it made me recognize certain things like how certain <coughs> certain reactions that I would have that were super silly or you know just kind of like, like oh, oh right on okay recognize things like oh like that's cute person you know what i mean yeah that's i, mean, that's, I just react this way to that or this funny i'm doing that yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> so it's just again like period of reflection and adjustment and stuff but it's it's it was like a callus being torn off you know a little bit like uh, and just having that raw yeah raw rawness there yeah wait for it to come back i saw yeah. an, i saw an excerpt of an interview with mr rogers the other day and um it was near he was pretty old he had white hair so it was um because, like, in my mind, Mr. Rogers has black hair. Right, right. Because I watched Mr. Rogers in the 80s. Naturally. So if he has white hair, I'm like, oh, that was fairly, fairly recent. But um, he was talking about how he worried that children and people in general, but especially children, didn't have any time to be quiet mm-hmm. for any, like, you know, Mr. Rogers says everything in just a Mr. Rogers way. They need time to, for reflection and contemplation and time to dream. Mm-hmm. And he's afraid, he's like, he's like, I'm afraid that's going away, that no one's going to have time to just sit in silence. It's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. And like, one of the reasons, like, why I put the library in this room, and you've been looking at the banana the whole time. Oh, I love that banana. That's why, dude. <clears throat> like, the light's freaking great in here, by the way, yeah, but yeah. I can sit there and I can look at my gardens in my backyard. Kind of take and it just, in for the expanse just, and all of what it is. And yeah, to one piece or, yeah, take it in as a whole thing, and it just lets my mind sort of wander. Mm-hmm. And just, I can sit here quietly, put the chair next to the window, and just look and be like, ponder. And just, yeah, just dream a little bit and ponder. And it's a nice thing, man. 
you know, but yeah, it is very frowned upon. It's hard to get people yeah. to do that. Even like, even if you look at it, like meditating and all that stuff is great, but like meditating is kind of doing, is like putting a, a task to it. Like it's a different like thing. It They'll yeah, put it on like a to-do list. You know what I mean? It's like meditating kind of and mindfulness are two different things. Right. Mindfulness is not meditation. Right. It's just another thing. It's the meditation is meditation, and, yeah. but also sitting and just daydreaming is not mindfulness. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a task. Right. You know, it's hard to take it's the structured. It's yeah. hard to take the structure and the task and the goal and the reward out of everything yeah. for people. And no, just sit and let your mind wander and look at that banana tree. Yeah. Uh, like how many people yeah. like, no, my mind has to do things. Yeah. Like, no, your brain just goes. It doesn't yeah. have to do anything. But that's what brains do. They think. <laughs> let, it, let it go. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> kind of like, again, referring back to like getting my calluses ripped off and shit. Like, I, the nice thing was I was conscious enough to be able to like rebuild it hopefully in a healthier manner. You know? That's cool. So I was okay. like, okay, this is like, recognized. Do this. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh. Okay, take action to correct that or you know shift this or whatever so that's goofy as fuck we were doing the same thing when we met yeah yeah i had no idea yeah and that here i am all like i'm gonna be a white belt forever motherfucker right because i get to do this again and i'm doing it right <laughs> and you're kind of doing the same thing internally yeah that's and, that, and that's even like just entirely yeah entirely internally too because i'm doing it very very literally too like in my day to day but then then you were doing it very quietly yeah i made it a point not to dig into your personality because i could tell you didn't want me to because i so i I just i didn't profile you at all yeah i didn't have like a like a palatable thing to be like this is what's going on this is what i'm doing you know what i mean it was something to be like this is that i was just kind of in the process so i just kind of like it's like when you know you look at a fucking like i just you know youtube videos when they're processing you can't watch it yet can't watch it yet you just gotta gotta process gotta process so yeah that's that was my (coughs) my brain and personality for a while like it was Mm -hmm. i was not very much shut down but i was kind of like okay that's enough no there was a wall there was a distinct wall there and i would occasionally peek over it and then be like, nope, you don't want me to go over yeah, that, right. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. But now it's, it's definitely like to the point where I'm definitely. Like, There's a door there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know. You took the door out. You took the it's door. Definitely. You put, built the door and possibly took it off the hinges. Yeah, I have a couple windows, you know. Uh, yeah, it works. You know, heavily locked, you know, some shades and stuff, but there's windows. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's open now. Yeah, you know, you're cool. <laughs> Blinds might come open. But yeah, it's just. Uh, and I'm, again, now, like, looking back at that and just being fortunate for that and very grateful for that, you know. Hmm. It's an interesting uh, time. Because I get, you know, that's a vulnerable mm. times. Like, you know, I could have started making really bad decisions. I, I could have, you know, steered down some bad shit. Mm. I didn't, you know. So the chance was there. Right. Man. Well, I mean, prior to all that, I did. So, like, that was another, like, hey, recognition man. and be like, don't do that kind of Even thing. Batman was a criminal for a little while when he was yeah, learning. Yeah, he just wanted to know how to think. He had a dark streak. Every he, wanted to know, he wanted to know how to think, so he knew what he was fighting against. Right. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, and that's too, just kind of giving myself permission to be like, you know, that was okay that you did that or went through that or like... Learning experience? It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh. Instead of just being like, you know what, you're a fucking idiot for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you're an evil fool. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, nah. any person with anxiety will, will right. relate to the, you know, the any type of image of someone laying open and with their eyes wide open in bed thinking about like some shit they said in third grade. You yeah. Know what I mean, like just something like that. Like, yeah. Um, so I just learned to kind of like laugh at that as opposed to like dwell on it and like judge myself for it, you know? Yeah. Or like you laugh at it or just sort of be able to look at it and say, okay, why did I make that mistake? Right. How did I learn from that? How am I a better person now? Thought process and like what value, (coughs) like what lessons.
lesson can I extract from that? Like, what can I take from it that's good? Not like, oh, all right, I was a piece of shit there. That's what I am today. Like, yeah, no, I'd be like, <laughs> maybe I was a piece of shit there. Right. But right. okay, yeah, there's something I learned from that because I'm not that anymore. You know, yeah. Yeah. I was actually doing that last night. I woke up in the middle of the night. You can always tell when I stopped training. Mm-hmm. So then I wake up yeah. in the middle of the night, my mind's racing about right. some shit. And I'm like, Really? Why am I connecting these thoughts? Like, come on. <laughs> That's the stop. funny thing. It's just like, why that? Yeah. Like, why that? Why now? <laughs> yeah. Why that? Why now? How did I get? How did those two things get together? Like, I'm going down the list. I'm like. Well, that's, yeah. Shut up and go to sleep, man. Come on. That's the funny part about kind of refiltering through all that shit is like you don't always get to choose what pops up, you know? No, it just pops <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, so you're, like, you're like in that vulnerable state. You're like, oh, fuck, that's coming. All right, fuck. Like, oh, yeah. And that's another form of kind of like self-confrontation, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting. But to be able to be at a point where like to recognize it and just be like, fuck, right, right. brain, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, like, this book reinforced that, but like the broken brain theory and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it takes away the, takes the enemy the... aspect and again, it turns it into a signal. It's like, oh, maybe I should go and like have a hot shower. Exactly, like, yeah, it's much, it's better. It, more, it's more of a signal. It's like, I oh. I like how he talked about just natural antidepressants. Like everything, Oh yeah, a lot that's of things really are cool. natural antidepressants. The natural antidepressant thing. thinking of something as that is starting to make it that. Like you start to think of, mm. I'm going to go for my walk. That's my morning antidepressant. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like I kept thinking about the whole forest bathing thing. And I'm like, I kind of have that in my backyard. Mm. Like, come walk through the gardens with me. Yeah, yeah. It's very much... You know, it's very much the forest bathing thing. Right. You know, go sit next to the tree for a little while. And yeah, like you feel better. Yeah. And to kind of have put that in this place where it's yeah. readily accessible. So uh, yeah, another That's... example of that is like, look, uh, like almost treating it like former self, present self sort of oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Former self would like look for band-aids and like look for... Uh, Distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like quick things like uh, whatever, like video games, some shit, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of coffee. Former, you know, pre- current self still looks for coffee, just less oh, coffee yeah, is better. Self, but with some water and like some meditation or something, like yeah, and it's like <laughs> better, and better coffee. It's well rounded, yeah, exactly. It's well rounded, it's what it's uh, better rounded <laughs> to an experience that I think I just like that's the thing. I took time to dig into like what I needed, yeah, to actually be able to find what you needed versus distracting yourself from yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. Uh, everyone, like, everyone should do but, that, whether you're anxious or whatnot. I mean, but yeah, definitely seeing stuff as signals. Mm-hmm. Not just symptoms, and like, and not just jumping at the first remedy to that signal. Yeah, no. Pay, for the sustainable. Dig into it and try thing. things, and you know, figure out the sustainable solution to it is very nice. Yeah, um, and like I don't know, my entire life I've always just tried to make things as like uh, as all encompassing as I can make them into certain ways, you know, or just mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. to kind of consolidate in that way. Yeah. Uh, so like that, that is, those mental health, it's like mental, it's like teaching concepts, it's like a mental health concept. Like con- yeah, I dig the concepts that can kind of snatch a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like, okay, like this is going on, I could probably take care of it with this, this, and this, like, or, you know. Yeah, you know. Whatever. Hey, speaking of concepts, I finally got it. Um, okay, I had to tell you this, because right after I popped the rib, I was still rolling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like very early on, you were like, cut everybody off at the knees and the elbows. So it's been in my head, and analytically, I understood what you meant. But I've been waiting for like, I've been waiting to like really understand it. An actual reason for it. <laughs> yeah, to really get it. And at the time, so I rolled with this guy who was much much better than me before class, and I popped the rib, and I was like, 
Ow. Okay. And I kind of kept going and we were scrambled and I came up and he tried to triangle choke me and I like basically grabbed his thigh and put my head above his knee. So like, like from the, the knee between the knee and the hips. So that's mm-hmm. what I mean by above the knee. Right, right. And I finally made the connection between like a proper cover block and passing a guard in that way. Cause when you do a, a cover block in Taekwondo, at least what it used to be, mm-hmm. you got to block above the knee. If you're below the knee, you get your arm broken. Mm. If you're at the knee, you get your arm broken. Yeah. You have to hit the thigh. You have to block above the knee. Before it's lethal. <laughs> but otherwise, your arm's going to snap because yeah. people kick hard. And I did that. I went above the knee and totally shut down his, his choke and passed his guard. Which This is a guy, and I don't pass his guard often. And then I turned, and my hip hurt real bad. And I was like, nope. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm glad I did that before the rib hurt. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I know what he meant. Yes, I get it. <laughs> so that is your, that's your equal like grab of you know, positivity with the rib injury. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and actually the rib injury ended up being good because it was an old injury. And I think I tore a bunch of scar tissue out and it's actually healed in a better place now. Yeah. My I, diaphragm's dude, all I released need that and shit. On my left side, my left, dude, this See, was fucked. Oh, my rib was my right side. But yeah, it's it so great. But no, like I had that whole epiphany. So I was more thinking about that than mm-hmm. the fact that I was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, I have to tell Janie. Yeah. I got it. This See, is so that's cool. <laughs> and that's funny because like, I told you that, what, like three years this ago? three years ago, <laughs> for sure, yeah. So, like, now it's coming into play. And now I'm like, that's what I'm looking for. Well, that's another thing I've been waiting on, uh, that I've been happy I'm a white belt because these are the kind of revelations I wanted before before I moved on belt rank-wise. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I needed I needed something like that to be like, okay, yeah. So maybe I'm a little, maybe I can take the next step now and feel okay about it. That's something that's like hard for me to portray, <laughs> I guess, or, like, or make people understand is the the bumps and bruises you get at each belt, you know, like the, it, that comes with time, but like you need to learn those. Lessons. But there's, the earlier there's, you learn these lessons, the better you're off you're going to be. The, so like, there's certain you hurt, rush through belts. But there's hurdles belt. you got to jump before you move on. Yeah. There really are. And I mean, I don't know. I don't have to live vicariously through the belt rank. Mm-hmm. So I can just hang out and be fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt my feelings that people pass me up. Yeah. And I don't even see it as that. I'm just like, nah, I'm still here. You know, right. and so like that's a nice sort of previous life experience thing to be able to apply. Mm-hmm. That's really, you know, that's part of my I'm doing it right this time thing. But um, that was just a neat, that was just a neat place to be because then I started going in shock, right. and I couldn't and see, I and I was all dizzy, <laughs> and I'm like, but I got it, yeah, I got it. I just gotta get over and lay down on like, this floor here. I'm gonna take this yes. to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm laying there all happy, yeah, and like I'll be fine. My daughter's like, should I, should I call mama? Me to go to the hospital. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Just give me a sec. I figured out that whole cut off the knees and elbows thing. I'm good. Like I literally said that. <laughs> Everyone's like, like, "What the fuck is he talking?" He hit his head. He's gonna yeah. die. Oh jeez. But <laughs> 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 all right. Yeah, I think that was good. That was a good one. Good. Yeah. Like Lost Connections. Yo and Hari. Get that book. Just read buy it. it. Yeah. Get it. Read it. Own it. Read it multiple times. Yeah. No, uh, it's definitely one you should like revisit too. Like it's. I want to re. I want to revisit it in a little while. And I want to ask exactly. Like I want to give it to someone. Like let them read it and then like read it again or some shit and like talk to them about it. You know. Kind of like, yeah. Spread it that spread way. It. Yeah, it's this and coffee tonics. This yeah. is what we spread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So 
keep your coffee regular. Yeah, man. As always. Right? Peace in, y'all. Yeah. Yeah.